Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. George Touré, his wife Teresa, and their daughter Georgiana live in the country of Mali serving the Malinke people, an unreached people group that is spread out over much of West Africa. The Tourés reach out to them through one-on-one Bible study, through audio Bible stories broadcast over the local radio station, through medical evangelism, and by teaching vocational skills such as tie-dyeing and soap-making. This missionary family first connects with God, and then they connect with the people. We call this story, Brother John and His Wife. In Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 to 40, the Bible says, And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and famous commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. On these two commandments depend the old law and the prophets. This is what Jesus said to his disciples. And this is how we have been reaching out to the Malinke people. By loving the Lord our God with all our hearts, with all our soul, and with all our mind. We pray three times a day. And at the beginning of every new month, we fast for three days so that God can direct us how to work among the Malinke people, how to connect with the Malinke people. I want to talk to you about a man that is called John. I first met John in a studio, and I was preparing for an evangelistic campaign. I wanted him to advertise my campaign in the government radio station. That day, we talked about a lot of topics, from religion to economic and social problems, and I promised to be in touch. As I deepen my relationship with John, I get to know him more as a teacher by profession. Since he finished his studies in a teacher's training college, he is still out of employment. He had attempted so many times to enroll in government service. But all efforts had failed. He had only worked in private schools until now. At the same time, I was looking for a teacher to help children whose parents are Adventists. I came across John again. We bargained the cost of teaching the children that are attending our worship service, and we came to a common understanding. John had been with us for over two years not knowing he was observing me. In Romans chapter 14 verse 7 he says, None of us leave it to himself. By my unconscious influence, others may be encouraged and strengthened, or they may be discouraged and repelled from Christ and the truth. During this time, I have never opened the Bible with John, but secretly praying for him. As I asked God for laborers in his vineyard, he said, I have given you two laborers. 
It never crosses my mind. I was not looking at John because he is a Muslim, but looking at someone else that was a Christian by then. Until God rebuked me not to ask for laborers until I used what he had given me. John is a Muslim and came from a polygamous family. We are abused, jealousy, and neglect of women and children is common. John had had an accident. He fell from a tree and broke his arm. I went to his village to visit and to see how he is doing. I share his pain, comfort him and ask if I could pray for him. He said, yes, please pray for me. I asked if he believed that Jesus will heal him. Reluctantly, he said, yes, I believe, and I prayed for him. For two months, he was going through the healing process. Even though he was not teaching the children because of the accident, I continued to give him his salary. One day he came to me and he said, the world is full of marvelous things, but only faith can allow us to share these things. He went on to say for the past years what he had learned from me. As I listened to him, he said, despite our differences in religion, I have never stopped loving him in good times and in bad times. He was born and bred in a Muslim family. He grew up in an area where Christianity is unwelcome, but he is not a Muslim. I was shocked to hear that. His father had two wives, and the challenges in a polygamous home had made him a victim. He lives in an environment that lives in solidity. But pity, rights of women, protection, and education for children are not considered. A religion where words dominate action, where prayer is the only foundation of Islam cannot save. His father had made him not to love Islam. But in Christianity, he had seen the opposite. Only one question came into his mind. Why Islam opposes Christianity? His answer to such a question is, Muslims oppose Christians because of their good faith. A spirit of sharing, love, forgiveness, compassion, and empathy is what he had seen in Christianity. He said, I'm coming from a Muslim background, but from what I've experienced for the past two years, the whole world should embrace Christianity. In Christianity, action speaks more than words. As James said, what good it is for people to say they have faith if their actions do not prove it. Can that faith save them? A professor once said, the life we live is the gospel we preach. Please pray for John as he is desperately seeking the truth. To fast forward, sometimes last year, John came to me and he said he wanted to be baptized. We went to a Bible study for a whole year and he got baptized. Then there the problem begins. His family forsake him, he started intimidating him. Friends started insulting and mocking him that he has become a Christian, he is an outcast, he is no longer welcome 
in the family and is not welcome in the society. Many a times he will come crying and saying that, oh, because I have become Christian, people are insulting me all over. I will encourage him and pray with him and tell him to be firm. He is on the right track. God will see him too. His wife came to him and at any time the wife will visit the market, people will begin to talk about her husband. Oh, your husband has become a Christian. Are you going to become a Christian too? And the wife was saying, my husband is a Christian. And he became Christian because he sees that in Christianity there is love. In Christianity there is hope. In Christianity there is truth and uh, righteousness. And what they will ask is, are you going to be a Christian too? And she will tell them, if God wants him to become a Christian, if that is the will of God for her to become a Christian, then she has no problem with it. So until she begins to ask so many questions about Christians, why is it that Christians pray on Sabbath? Why is it that Christians eat unclean food and they drink wine? And so courageously, my wife Teresa went through with her to the Bible. They did a lot of Bible studies, trying to show to her that the Bible forbid eating unclean food and also alcohol. And she was like, but why is it that other Christians are doing it? And my wife said to her, yes, others are doing it, but we are not doing it. We go strictly by the Bible and we also have what we call health ministry in our church. So that is what we're following and we are Seventh-day Adventists. She was impressed. And another time she was attacked in the market and they begin to accuse her that um, they will become drunkard, they will begin to eat unclean food. And she told them, no, the people that I am with, they don't eat unclean food. And she said, you know what? They are even better than us. We can eat um, the fish that is unclean, but they don't eat it at all. And so she began to mingle with the women. They came around her. They started encouraging her, taking care of her, of her home, making her to feel like she's accepted among them. And so the lady said she wanted to be baptized. She went to Bible studies. And uh, as I speak to you, she is the champion in the church, asking so many questions. And she can capture very fast the Bible stories that we teach them. And uh, herself and the husband, they will be going to another town wherein they will begin to lead a new group to Christ Jesus. Die in my place 
should be called the beloved of God? Who are we that God's Son should die in our place? Yet God made us fearfully, wonderfully. Shouldn't others hear this good news today? To learn how you can pray for these projects, support them with your gifts, or go as a missionary to the unreached, point your browser to afmonline.org. That's afmonline.org. Let us please pray for this brother John and uh, his wife so that God will take control of them and will use them for his kingdom. Dear Lord, we say thank you for brother John and his wife. Thank you for calling them into the sheepfold. Father, we pray for so many others that are listening to this audio. The Lord, your word will penetrate into their hearts that many will come to know you, that many will believe and will accept you as Lord and Savior. Whatever thing is a hindrance for them, O God, not to receive your word, Father, may you cast that thing away and open their hearts to your word, so that your word will have roots into them. Many will receive and accept you as Lord and Savior. Let your holy name be praised. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wonderfully, fearfully, 